You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Jesus never fails. Glory to God. Doesn't matter how much the devil lies to you. He doesn't fail. He has never failed. I remember years ago, this sister, she was, um, in our church. She used to be one of our leaders. They were going through some rough times. They were going through rough times, and, you know, she fasted. They prayed, you know. It was like they had a deadline. Something needed to be done. And she was so furious that God was not showing up. And she said to the Lord, Lord, this is not fair because we've fasted, we have prayed, we have done this, we've done that. And you know our situation. But you, you didn't come through for us. And look at now, look at the embarrassment we're facing. And then the Lord spoke to her and says, my daughter, there's no fault in me. The fault is with you men, not me. It was later on after that, that she got to know that there was somebody that the Lord had spoken to. And this person delayed in coming. It wasn't that God didn't didn't do something. Hallelujah. So a lot of times, God, when God moves, God uses people. And some of you, God might even tell you to do something and you just keep delaying. You don't understand that you are, you, you are um, causing someone to go through what he should not go through. Because of your, I don't know what to even call it. Because delayed obedience is disobedience. Amen. And so she repented because this guy now comes and says, actually, for the past three days, I've been meaning to come and to bring this. So you see, God was ahead of the game. But, you know, the problem is often with us. And we are quick to accuse God because we don't see the bigger picture. Hallelujah. So he is faithful. Turn to someone and say, he is faithful. He will never fail. So oftentimes things get delayed because he uses people. And he's actually just giving them the privilege to be part of your miracle, to be part of your testimony. But unfortunately, some of them miss it. Glory to God. So when God speaks, please obey, whether it's convenient or not. Amen? Hallelujah. We're going to go into the Word of God. How many people love the Word of God? Hallelujah. I love the Word of God. You know what? I wish we could just spend a whole weekend together somewhere. Huh? We'll just, we'll just be together from Friday to Sunday. 
Somebody says, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, all this short, short, I don't know. We just make the most of it. But I'm just telling you, if there are certain things that God has given me, and I don't even know what to do. I really don't know. But the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Stretch your hands to me. Ask the Lord to help me. Come on. Pray. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We bless you. We bless you. Mighty God, I pray, oh Father. I pray. I pray, oh God. For the spirit of revelation. I ask, oh God, that you will enable me to articulate your word with clarity in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. I receive, Lord, unction. Thank you for the ability to communicate. Speak through me. Speak through these lips of clay. Mighty God. Let there be clarity in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Tonight, I just, I just want to share with you. I don't know. Maybe this week or next week we'll cover that. But I want to speak to you about the spirit of divination. The spirit. Somebody say the spirit of divination. Yeah. You see, we are living in the days that, of the supernatural. And so, because of that, the enemy will also move. The, the, the enemy is also going to try to flex his own muscles. Anytime God is moving, Satan wants to move. And oftentimes, he even wants to move ahead of God because like, when, when, once he gets glimpses that this is where God is going, he wants to quickly go there and, and do whatever he wants to do quickly to mess things up. So many people's lives have been messed up by the spirit of divination. So I just want to show you a few scriptures to help you, to enable you to break the power of divination. Okay? And there are some times that you might not even know, you might not be aware that the spirit of divination is working. So you need to be able to identify. Amen. Glory to God. So that you can deal with it. You can deal with that. And there have been some Christians that have unknowingly yielded to the spirit of divination. But because they don't know. They don't know. You know I've seen people that operated in divination. And they think it's prophetic. Huh? But it's divination. So let's look at a few scriptures. We'll see. This week, next week. See what we can cover. Hallelujah. So the word to divine has to do with telling the future. All right? Actually, when you hear divine, it means it's of a supernatural origin. Amen. It's of a supernatural origin. So it's not a product. It's not a, it's, 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 it's not a product of just some calculations. Okay? It's, it's, it's not from the earthly realm. It's from the spiritual realm. Amen. It's from the spiritual realm. 
And there are some people, by the time I finish this, you will realize, you will see why certain things happen in certain cycles in your life. They show up. And when they show up, certain, your life goes in a particular direction when they show up. So, the spirit of divination is a spirit, is, is, is a demonic spirit. When I'm speaking of divination, I'm talking about, I'm not just talking about like just f- foretelling the future by the spirit of God. No, that's not what I'm dealing with. But I'm talking about from, from, uh, from the realm of darkness. Okay. So the spirit of divination often wants to, to, it wants to predict and determine your future. It wants to determine the direction of your life. It wants to determine the direction of people's lives. And uh, if you don't know the scriptures, if you don't understand this thing, I'm telling you, we're living in an age where it will be very, very easy. Because something can sound prophetic. It does not mean it is prophetic. Like one prophet said, it's not prophetic, it's pathetic. Yeah. So, um, let's look at the book of Acts, chapter 16. I remember years ago, while we were in Cape Town, there was this brother that that joined the church. Never forget that. His brother joined the church, and um, I met him at a conference, a Christian conference, in fact, an every nation conference. I met him at this conference, and we spoke, spoke, and the guy was like, you know, there are some people who just connect quickly. They, you, 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 you get what I'm saying? They, 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 there's a way they will talk, and then you're just like, wow, you know, you just like them. So he was like that. And, uh, I gave him a ride from that conference, and I think I even brought him home. And my wife told me, this guy is not all right. <laughs> I, said, I said, oh, my God, she has started again. <laughs> I said, she has started again. Huh? Just... Accept people. What is... So, and she just left it at that. You know. So this guy eventually joined our church. You know. Because he was like, you know, ah, I'm a prophet and this and that. And he, the guy used to see lots of visions. Okay. So, obviously, wherever he went, he was just like the prophetic guy in the area. And I, and and he was very zealous, very zealous. So what happened? I started observing him. And then I noticed a pattern. This guy will come, and you know, he, he can just come, and he will give you an accurate word of knowledge. Give you this, 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 and it's accurate. And then I say, okay, fine. Let's keep watching. Then I noticed something that he would give a word of knowledge. Let's say we're in a meeting. He'll say, there's somebody here. You know, you have a pain on your side. The moment he gives that word of knowledge, you will get a pain. 
So his, his, his word of knowledge puts whatever he says on you. It's not that you had it before then. When he says it, then it comes upon you. So it's like casting a spell. Hallelujah. I watched it, noticed it a few times. And then, so I started now controlling the way he spoke. You know, when we are in our midst and he's trying to speak, no, 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 I won't allow him. I started blocking him. But I was still watching, still studying him. And then I noticed something. He would have visions. This person, God said this about this person and all of that. I noted all those visions. And then after some time, I now called him. I said, okay, you told me you, you had this vision. Correct? Yes, yes. You saw it? Yes. Okay, fine. Good. And then this other one. You saw it? Yes. And this? Yes. And this other one? Yes. And this other one? Yes. Then I put them all together. And I said, did you notice anything about these visions? He said, no. I said, well, these visions contradict each other. How can God tell you this? Then tomorrow, he has changed his mind. And then another day, he is, you know, he's not confused. Then I now brought the point, the, the issue of the words of knowledge. You notice at this meeting, when you gave this word of knowledge, this happened. And this, and this. Then I said, why do you think that's happening? He said, I don't know. Then I said to him, my brother, you have the spirit of divination. The guy was shocked. So I said to him, if you don't renounce it, I said, I can help you to break this thing off your life. Then I asked him, when did it start? When did you notice this? And he told me, I, I'm not going to mention the name, but he told me he went, there's a particular church he went to. Uh, he was attending one church in Joburg. So he went for a baptism. And after that baptism, this thing started operating. Then I said to him, okay, tell me about this pastor. And he began to tell me, oh, this person, you know, this person is this, 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 this. He's a prophet and all of that. And then he's linked to this other prophet in another country. <laughs> so when he said that, I said, hello, let me tell you. You've got the wrong gift. And if you don't renounce it, it will destroy your life. Yeah. So the guy was shocked. And eventually he agreed for us to minister to him. And I'll never forget, up to today I see it clearly. That day, we were in my office, my home office. My wife and I, we prayed for him. I just led him to renounce that, and I began to pray for him. Oh, my goodness. The guy was on the floor like this. 
moving like a snake on the floor. A human being having, you know, maneuvers of a snake on the floor. And he was going. And then his tongue was. Hallelujah. His tongue was going out like that. Ah. So that's the spirit. That's the, that's the origin of the gift he was operating. And he fooled, he had me fooled the first time. But I thank God I had a discerning wife. Those of you that don't listen to your wives, <laughs> you, you won't know what will happen. Yeah, because you see, we don't have, we, we don't have the same blind spots. So there are certain things you will not see that your spouse will see. There are certain things that your spouse will not see that you will see. And that's why God brings you together. Amen. So everything you take it too personal, you know, how, you, how can you challenge my authority? How can you, you know, I am the head here. Who is contesting with, with headship in your house? There is no contest. God sent you a helper and you, 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 you are just power drunk. Okay, sorry. Let me, let me behave myself. Hallelujah. So we see here something very, uh, very interesting in the book of Acts chapter 16. Verse 16. It says, Now it happened as they went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with the spirit of divination, met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. So all these people, all these fortune-tellers, it tells you who they use. It tells you the spirit that they use. They use the spirit of divination. So don't come and tell me he was spot-on, accurate. No, it's, 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 it's a spirit of divination. Okay. It says the, the girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her master saw that their hope for profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, These men, being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city, and they teach customs which are not lawful to us being Romans, to receive or observe. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid stripes on them, they threw them into the prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. And having received a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet to stocks. You, you see what is happening here? Paul and Silas, they destroyed somebody's business. 
They killed the business. What was the business? Fortune-telling business. There's one place not far from here where they, some fortune tellers used to gather. There are sometimes I feel like going there to close them down. <laughs> but I'm behaving myself. Yeah. So when the time comes, I'll just go there and shut them down. As a king, I have power. I have authority. You can't be deceiving people all the time. You know? Yeah. So Paul commanded the spirit to come out of the girl. The spirit leaves her, and now she cannot predict anymore. She can't predict. She can't see any vision anymore. She's trying. Ah, it's not coming. Nothing, nothing. Paul has dealt with that spirit. So that brother, the same, same, same thing. Yeah, the, the, the spirit of divination sometimes is called the spirit of python. And python has a way it operates. If you go and study a python, you'll understand that spirit. It has a way of suffocating you. It will strangle you. It will squeeze you to death. Gradually, gradually. It won't bite you. It will just you know, curl around you. And that's what it does in the spirit to people. So it's, it fascinates them. It, it, you know, they, they use accurate words to win people's trust. And then after that, it will just wrap itself around the life. This brother, we prayed for him that day. I remember the stench that came out of him. It was like something dead. You know, something that has been dead for long. The whole office was, it was just, my goodness, very foul odor. No wonder Jesus used to call them foul spirits. Foul spirits. They have a foul smell. And after that, I told that guy, never you lay hands on anybody in this church. Never you give anybody a word. I said, come back. We have not finished. Huh? That was the first day. I said, come back. There are things we still need to deal with. The guy ran away. He never came back. He never came back. The next thing I heard was that he had been arrested. He was locked up. Then I heard the next thing I heard of was that he was in a psychiatric hospital. You see? Interesting. So the spirit of divination... This woman, this girl rather, she followed them and cried out saying, these, are, these men are the servants of the Most High God. Was she correct? Was she correct? Spot on, that's right. These men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. Spot on, you can't be more accurate than that. So don't be fooled because a word is accurate. You must discern the spirit. You must know the source. You must know who is talking. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not carried away by the fact that you quote a scripture. I want to know who is quoting. Because Satan quoted the scriptures to Jesus. 
So I want to know the spirit behind that voice. So Paul endured it for some time. And sometimes, yes, you know, you don't be too, in, too much in a hurry to just react. Take your time. <laughs> just watch, watch, watch. Once you have confirmed, then you strike. Paul's spirit could not contain it anymore. He could not, he could not handle it anymore. Then he just turned one day. And this, she was part of the crusade team. She has joined the ministry team. Going all over with them. And oftentimes, the enemy wants to join the company of God's people. Yeah. But I thank God for the Holy Spirit. And just expose Him. Reveal the secrets of the Spirit. So, this Spirit... It tells, it tells the future, it can reveal the past, it can reveal the, the present, and it can reveal the future. But the, the difference between the future that is revealed by the spirit of divination and the future that is revealed by the Holy Spirit is this. When a spirit of divination reveals your future, it's not because God, they saw into the mind of God. Are you following me? When they reveal the future, they are revealing the future that they have for you. It's not the future that God has. Glory to God. And sometimes, even the future they reveal might be good. It appears, it has a good appearance. But you don't know when you will reach the dead end. It's like you are driving at top speed, but you don't know that the road has ended. So that's, that's part of their strategy. The, their strategy is to predict your future and navigate your future to where they have planned to finish you. You see, Satan doesn't know the mind of God. What eyes have not seen. What ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of a man. The things that God has prepared for those huh, that love him. But it says, but the Holy Spirit has revealed them to us. Amen. Let me tell you something about the devil. He loves to come to church. Why? Because when he comes to church, he receives revelation knowledge. Yeah. He received revelation knowledge. He knows the scriptures, but he doesn't have the revelation of the scriptures. So when he is around you and you are sharing the word of God, then he now says, oh, okay. Then he joins, joins the dots. And also, and also when um, he doesn't know God's plan for your life, but you know what? He, he is a spirit being, so he sees Certain uh, clues in the spirit. Remember, he's been around for, 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 for millions of years. All right? Yeah. So he knows when I see this and this and this, this is what it means. 
So because of that, he pays attention. It's like when he saw the wise men from the east, when they saw the star and they followed the star, he knew that when this kind of star shows up, somebody great who is going to cause a lot of havoc to my kingdom has been born. So he hangs around the saints to hear what the saints are saying and what God is saying through the saints. Because there are times you're speaking, you're speaking. It's like in the case of, uh, of Jesus and Peter. When Peter says, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus says, Flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Immediately, immediately he now steps in. Now he has gone to Revelation. So the next thing is to try to frustrate that revelation. Then he, he comes up upon Peter. And then he now, Peter says, Lord, far be it from you. You know, you die? Never, never. You cannot die. Immediately Jesus saw through. He said, this is Satan himself. It wasn't just a spirit of divination. It was Satan so Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. So oftentimes, Satan will come. He would want to, to listen to your conversations. He will listen to you share what God has shown you. Then he now knows, oh, okay. So this is where he's taking you. Then he now begins to plot. It's not that he can stop you. He can't stop God. So it's okay, he can plan all that he wants to do. Hmm? It's like what he has been taking us through as a church. Do you know why? Do you know why? He is, he is very frustrated with us. Because he has tried all manners of things. And we're still standing. Hallelujah. We're still standing. And we're getting, going to get more forceful. We're going to get more dangerous. Hallelujah. Anytime Satan pays attention to you, it's because you're a threat. Okay? So the spirit of divination, the way it operates is that it can operate through a vision. It can show, you, it can show the person a vision. It can, it can come through a dream. Hallelujah. It can come through a dream. It can come by prophecy. Come by prophecy. Let's look at uh, let's look at a few scriptures. Um, uh, where do I? Which one should I take now? There's so many. Okay, let's look at uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Should we do Jeremiah? Or? Jeremiah 23. Jeremiah 23. Jesus is Lord. Verse 32. He says, Behold, I am against those who prophesy false dreams, says the Lord, and tell them 
and cause my people to err in their lies and by their recklessness. Yet I did not send them or command them. Therefore, they shall not profit these people at all, says the Lord of hosts. So you see, what was happening here is this. Jeremiah had been prophesying. He had been prophesying that uh, the nation of Israel, uh, the, yeah, the, the nation is going to go into captivity for 70 years. All right? Um, so, but these people were saying, no, no, no. Uh, you know, we're only going to be there for two years. And they were, they, they were just prophesying lies, lies to encourage the people. They were just trying to motivate the people. So not every time that you need a motivational message. You understand? Because there are times that you need to hear the hard stuff. And God's plan was that they would go into captivity for 70 years because of their disobedience. And then these other prophets began to see visions and tell the people something contrary. And the Lord says, look, these people are lying. Maybe they saw something. It's like the brother I was talking about. He actually saw things. It's not that he was not seeing. He was seeing. But the source is what we are questioning. So, and I know that some people, because of, maybe they've come in contact with people who, uh, who, who are walking in, in these manifestations of divination, they've closed themselves completely to the supernatural and to, um, to the prophetic gift of God. No, there's a place for the prophetic. Actually, God speaks through dreams and visions. In the book of Numbers, he says, is there any prophet? You know, if there is a prophet in your midst, he says, I reveal myself to him through dreams and visions. So God speaks through dreams and visions, but Satan also speaks through dreams and visions. All right. So, um, the Lord is bringing this to our awareness. Why? Because as the realm of the Spirit begins to get more, um, it begins to get more real to you, you need to know what you are dealing with. Amen? Don't be naive. Okay? Don't be naive. Not everything supernatural is God. All right? And I'm not saying this to bring fear into you or to bring doubt, but it's to equip you and to educate you in the things of the Spirit. So these people, they were prophesying lies. They were telling the people, oh, you know, don't worry, don't mind that Jeremiah. You know, he's just deceiving you. He's, 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 he's giving you depressing words. He's telling you things, you know, just to make you sad. God is saying... No, it's not going to be like that. It's only two years. After that, you will be back again. Meanwhile, Jeremiah is telling the people, listen, when you get to Babylon, build houses. Plant vineyards because you'll be there for long. You know, make an arrangement for, for long stay. Huh? But the other prophets were telling them, no, 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 you know. Uh, God, you know, this is the land, this is the land of covenant and all of that. This is where we belong. But no, no, no. God had a plan. And he was already, you know, um, he, he had already gone ahead of them. And, 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 and God used Jeremiah to say, any prophet that resists uh, Nebuchadnezzar, 
he's going to die. So just allow him to arrest you. Allow him to take you to Babylon. <laughs> Imagine God saying that. Yeah. So sometimes people misunderstand prophetic things because sometimes, you know, God can speak to you. Somebody, uh, switch off that phone, please. Or else you submit it. Glory to God. So, sometimes God wants you, um, He wants you to go through stuff. And it's okay if it is of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Paul and Silas were preaching and they closed these people's business and now these people orchestrated to get them into jail. And you know that was where they had that testimony where the whole place shook while they were praying and singing at night. They, would they have had that testimony if they were not arrested? They wouldn't. Sometimes it's okay to go through some stuff. I don't mind going through stuff. And I'm sitting there, Lord, Lord, is there any more you want me to go through? No, I'm serious. Yeah. If there's more I need to go through, so that I can enter into this thing you are showing me. I'm ready. Hallelujah. So I'm not scared. I'm not scared to go through stuff. Glory to God. So the spirit of divination will tell you things. Let me show you another. Sometimes that spirit is also called familiar spirit. It's familiar with you. It's familiar with your environment. It's familiar with your family situation. It's familiar. It knows, it knows where the birthmark is, you know, on your back that nobody else can see. Yeah, you understand? So you can walk into that place. If somebody is using familiar spirit, he says, you have a birthmark the size of a 10 rand coin. You know? <laughs> 10 cents. <laughs> Ten cent coin. You know, you have it on your, the, the, the right side of your back. And you say, my God, nobody else knows this. That's what you think. The familiar spirits know it. And they can give you that information. Hallelujah. Look at, um, look at another example. Let's see. Should I go into this? This might take time. My Lord. Glory to God. Divination, divination. Oh God, help me, help me. Say, Lord Jesus, help him, help him, help him, Jesus. Help him, Lord. My Lord, my Lord, and my God. Yes. Let's look at Ezekiel chapter 21, verse 21. I don't want to, there's another account. Maybe next week I'll deal with that. Ezekiel 21, verse 21. And what does it say? It says, um, For the king of Babylon stands at the parting of the road, at the fork of the two roads, to use divination. He's, he shakes the arrows. He consults the images. 
he looks at the liver. In his right hand is the divination for Jerusalem. To set up battering rams, to call for a slaughter, to lift the voice with shouting, to set battering rams against the gates, to heap up a siege, huh? a siege mound, and to build a wall. Now, I want you to notice there, he stands, right? And then he says, in his right hand is divination for Jerusalem. So, this is the king of Babylon. And he's standing there in the, uh, you know, on the junction. And he's beginning to, 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 to cons- um, he begins to divine. He's using his idols to divine and to predict what will happen to Jerusalem. To predict what he's going to do to Jerusalem. So you see that that's why in those days, the, the, the kings in those days, they always, always paid attention to visions and dreams. Why? Because they knew that there is another supernatural power. So before he goes to war, before he goes to, to attack, he consults with his idols. And then he divines. He predicts the outcome of the battle before he goes. Hallelujah. So that's what that spirit does. It tries to predict your future. But it's not because that is what God has planned. It's what he has planned. Are you getting me? And sometimes he can show you in a dream. You can... Listen, there are some dreams you have that are a product of the spirit of divination. It's showing you a future that is not from God. It's showing you a future that He wants to play out in your life. And you think that because this is, because you saw this, then it is God. You have to learn to discern. And that's what I'm trying to help you to do. Hallelujah. So when you see a dream, there are certain dreams I've seen that I just knew. This is divination. So what do I do? I cancel it. I don't receive it. The moment you receive it, you have given your consent for your life to go in that direction. Two cannot work together unless they be agreed. Hallelujah. So when you see, there are certain dreams you see. How many people know what I'm talking about? Some dreams, they just disturb you. You wake up and say, they just, in your spirit, you are just grieved. Take action quickly. Don't start crying and say, oh God, but I thought my life was going better. No. Exercise authority and break that thing. There are sometimes, there are some divorces that are a product of divination. I'm telling you. There are some deaths that are a product of divination. I'm telling you. And I'll show you in the scriptures. So there are many things that the enemy does to, you know, to, to, to try to regulate your life and to take your life in a certain direction. And you think that the spirit of divination only works through false prophets. It can work through you. 
Yeah. How does he do it? Very easy. You go to sleep, right? He can just come in your sleep and just show you something. This is where you're going. But you, as a New Testament believer who has the Spirit of God, you will always know. The moment you wake up in your spirit, you just sense. Once, you ha- once your spirit rejects it, never receive it. Amen. Never receive it. Just say, I reject this in the name of Jesus. I remember how before we got married, somebody, you know, went to give my mom a prophetic word. Your son is about to make a mistake. This marriage will not last two years. And my mom phoned me. She was frantic. Oh, you know, please, you know, don't make this mistake because, you know, God, you know, this prophet and all of that. I said, Mom, listen to me. I've heard God. Okay. This prophet, let him go and sleep. Yeah. And I remember she was so troubled, so troubled. And I remember how I wrote, I remember a letter that I wrote to her and I said, look, you know, there's a mark I carry already which I have seen in the Spirit concerning this matter. So from now on, let it not, let nobody raise this subject. It is settled. (laughs) You have to hear God and know God to talk like that, right? Yeah, but so look at us now, 25 years. So what happened to that prophecy? What happened? Yeah, he's still sleeping. Yeah, he's still sleeping. So what happened is that that that, that prophet, I'm not saying he's a false prophet. I'm not saying he's a false prophet, but he was used by another spirit to try to predict my future. And, you know, but it's interesting that by year two, my God, it was like, it's like, we're not going to make it. It was like, we're not going to make it. But I'm telling you, I, I recognized that it was an orchestration of the spirit of divination that was trying to bring that word to pass. You see, and that's how he operates. He will predict your future and then he will try to organize the fulfillment of what he has predicted. And you think it is God that showed you. It's not God. It's not God. God's people need to become wise and to become spiritually uh, educated. To understand the ways of the spirit so that they don't get deceived. And if you're part of this church, the devil is going to struggle to deceive you. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, when you see things, don't don't receive everything immediately you see it. Test it. Test it first. And after that, you make your decision. So, the moment I rejected it, Ah, it didn't work. Hmm? By year two, he began to show me, he tried to show me some dreams and all of that. I just kept rejecting them. Just kept rejecting them. I just come out, and after that dream, I will fast and cancel it. 
fast and pray, I cancel it. And all of them, without exception, have failed. They have failed. So be careful what you believe. Even if you received it yourself. Be careful. The moment your spirit rejects it, don't take it. Amen? Amen. So that's where you need to be spiritually aware. You need to become uh, uh, um, spiritually sensitive to your spirit man. That's why you shouldn't be carnally minded. That's why you should not base every decision just on one plus one. Because with God, one plus one might not be two. One will put to flight a thousand and two what? Ten thousand. So God, God doesn't work like that. Hallelujah. So the spirit of divination wants to predict. So he will show you. Satan will say, okay, I'm go- I want to take this person out. I want to destroy this relationship. I've shared before uh, the, the story of this brother, God bless his soul. He's departed now. This brother used to be part of our church. That time we were still at the Protea Hotel. And this guy, you know, I mean, I was spending so much time trying to disciple this guy. We'd go to his house every week, spending time with him, you know, and, 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 and you know, just taking them through the, the, the scriptures and all of that because I could see this guy really needed help. And, and, um, and then after some time, you know, he started giving excuses. Oh, I'm at work. I, I won't be available and all of that. And the excuses were just too many. You know, after some time, you just know this person is not interested. Yeah. So uh, obviously it's, it stopped. And then it got to a point that, um, to cut the long story short, one day I get a phone call. One day I get a phone call from the wife crying. What happened? This guy, he has beat his friend and he has accused his friend of sleeping with me. Ha! Huh. I said, what? But did you do that? She said, Pastor, how can I do that? I fear God. I can't do such a thing. I said, okay, don't worry. The friend calls me, crying like a baby over the phone. Pastor, you know, he beat me up. He used this. I'm injured. I said, have you gone to the police? He said, no, go to the police. All right? Go get him locked up, and then you can resolve things after. But first thing, they need to... (laughs) Yeah. They arrested the guy. He was locked up in Midran police station. And... You know, after some time, you know, he was now released. And so I called the guy. I said, why do you do this? He said, no, pastor. You know, even she even admitted. She admitted. I said, okay. How did you know? I had a dream. <sighs> so the spirit of divination came, gave him a dream. And he acted on that dream. 
Now he has gone to fight his friend. And then he eventually chased his wife away. And I said to him, don't do that. I want to help you. Please. Okay, let's meet. Let's meet. That let's meet. It never happened. Okay, okay, pastor, but it never happened. I was walking in front of boulders one day. And I just saw the guy. I couldn't believe the way he looked. I don't know if I was singing the spirit or in the natural, but you know, he just, I, just, I could just see death on him. And I said, why are you running away from me? I said, I'm here to help you. He said, oh yes, pastor, I've been meaning to come and see you. I've been meaning to come and see you. I've been meaning to come. I said, please, don't stay away. Because I was trying to see how we could reconcile them. The wife ran away because he was going to kill her. So, what happened? He saw a dream, received the dream, acted on the dream. Beat the friend up, got locked up, chased the wife away. The wife said, when I asked the wife, but he said that you admitted. She said, Pastor, what could I do? He said to me, if I don't admit, he will kill me. So, what am I supposed to say? Hallelujah. These things happen all the time. So the, the wife ran away because he wanted to kill her. And eventually, the man himself died. You see, the spirit of divination predicted, he, you know, predicted certain things. He acted on that, acted, acted. And once you start giving in to the spirit of divination, it continues. It continues until it gets you to where it wants you. Then it will finish you. That's what happened to him. It was later on I now heard that he started consulting Sangomas. He started, you know, no wonder. But now he's dead and gone. So, but nobody here, nobody here is going to be destroyed Amen. by the spirit of divination. Amen. Your marriage will not be destroyed. Amen. Your future will not be destroyed. Amen. Your family will not be destroyed. Amen. Your career will not be destroyed. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe in dreams. I believe in visions. But I also believe in judging them. Amen. Hallelujah. I think I've said enough for now. I haven't even... Okay. So we'll continue next week. We'll continue next week, and next week I'm going to show you how it works, actually. You know, how, how these how, how this spirits operate, and how they, they, they actually um, will lead you to that path, and then finish you. And how their predictions come to pass. All right? But I have news for you. <laughs> because you are here, you are free from that. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Many people have, have lost the plot because of the spirit of divination. 
So I also want to teach you how to, how to know when it is God and how to know when it is the enemy. Hallelujah. How many people want that? Yes. So you need that. Because we're living in a time that there's going to be so much more supernatural manifestations. So the, 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 the division between the spirit and the, and the natural is getting thinner. It's getting thinner. And as we continue to press in, what's going to happen is that it's not going to get so close that you can easily switch between. So you need to know these things. Hallelujah. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you glory. There's no demon that should predict your future. The devil's future for you will, not, will be aborted in the name of Jesus. If I had received his, his, his prediction of my, of my marriage, I would not have had any marriage by now. Who knows? I would have probably, I don't know what I would have been. I have friends who have had three, four, five marriages. I'm telling you, divination is dangerous. Yeah. Because the Spirit will just come and then, you know, lead you into something. And you think it is God. You think you are being prophetic. But you don't know that somebody is somewhere divining concerning your future. Say this after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for your spirit, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, whom I have received from the Father. Right now, I embrace the spirit of truth. I receive the spirit of truth. Let truth guide me. I have received an unction. I have received an anointing from the Holy One. And I know all things. That same anointing that I have received shall abide in me, shall guide me into all truth. I will not be deceived in this last days because I have the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit himself will help me. He will guide me. He will protect me from error. He will protect me from divination. In the name of Jesus, every divination against my life, every divination, every enchantment against my life is destroyed. Right now, in the name of Jesus, in any way, my life has been predicted by the spirit of divination. In any way, my life has conformed to the spirit of divination, to satanic predictions, to satanic manipulations, to witchcraft manipulations. To enchantments from the realm of darkness right now. I cancel them in the name of Jesus. There shall be no divination against my life. 
No enchantment against my life will flourish in the name of Jesus. They will not prevail. They will not prosper. I abort every operation of the spirit of divination in my life, in my family, in the name of Jesus. Every predictions from Sangomas, from false prophets, right now, in my life, in my family, I abort in the name of Jesus. Every prediction by the spirit of witchcraft concerning my life, concerning my future, I aborted right now. Right now, right now, in the name of Jesus, they will not prosper, they will not prevail. It is written, no weapon formed or fashioned against me shall prosper. It is written, there is no enchantment, there is no divination, there is no sorcery against Jacob. I am blessed. I am blessed. There is no curse that will take effect in my life, in my family, in my business, in my future, in the name of Jesus. Right now, I conceive from the Holy Ghost that which God has for me. The things that are in the heart of God are the only things I receive in my life. My life will be a fulfillment of God's dream, of God's vision, of God's plan, of God's purposes in the name of Jesus. Let things begin to fall into place. Concerning me. Thank you, Father. I give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.